Hello, gorgeous. My name is Pam Rocket, and I am the host of the Divine Health Podcast. I'm a nutritionist, health and mindset coach, author, and entrepreneur. I am deeply passionate about helping you achieve everything that you desire when it comes to creating your highest health and wellness. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of inspiration and education for all things related to health. We're going to dive deep into topics on nutrition, well-being, finance, motherhood, relationships, spirituality, and so much more. I'm excited to share tools, resources, and conversations with other experts to help you see the infinite ways that you can manifest, create, and embody divine health habits that nourish your soul. Thank you so much for being here. I already know we're going to have so much fun together. Let's begin. Welcome to episode one of the Divine Health Podcast. I love listening to podcasts and learning from them so much. They really add a lot of value and inspiration to my life. The best thing about them is you can consume them anywhere while you're doing the dishes, the laundry, walking the dog, going for a car ride. They really can turn your day around and it's a great way to learn more about whatever you're interested in. So this podcast, you know, is going to be all about health. And over the summer, I got the nudge to start this so that I can share more about health in a really fun way, because I believe when it's fun, you actually want to do it and stick with it. I'm not going to lie. My ego tried to trip me up and say things like, no one's going to want to hear what you have to say, Pam, and that's nothing special or new, but I'm a big fan of sitting with my truth and doing what's in alignment with my soul because the soul sees the bigger picture and the bigger vision. And I believe that's a big component missing in a lot of people's lives when it comes to health habits that last. So I'm really excited to connect the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health and tie them all together on this podcast because they're all they're all combined. They're all connected. And I really want you guys to see that. And I know a lot of people, when they think about health, they think about physical, working out, eating right. We have been talking a lot, especially over the last year and a half about mental, but I really think that emotional and spiritual get kind of left on the back burner. So I'm excited to share more on that. So where do I begin? Episode one, I'm really excited, you guys. And I'm going to start with We don't start out in life in a negative relationship with our bodies and ourselves. We learn it. And I believe that if you can learn it, you can unlearn it too. But you have to believe it and feel it in order to change your thoughts. And that's where a lot of people get stuck. We know what we need to do. We know what we need to eat, what's healthy. We know how we should move our bodies. The issue is that we bump up against ourselves and we fall into old stories, habits, and beliefs. And we see this as a sign to give up or believe we don't have the capacity to change. We'll, we'll tell ourselves a story and we'll believe it. I know that if you really want to make this change, that you have the ability to do so. And it starts with learning more about yourself and really beginning to love yourself unconditionally. I know it doesn't happen overnight. It took me over 30 years to learn this lesson. So wherever you're at, just love where you're at right now. Give yourself a little bit of kindness, grace, and compassion, and come into this journey with a beginner's mindset to just try and practice and improve on whatever makes you feel really good. So for today, for the first episode, I thought I would share my journey so that you know What you're going through is maybe normal and that you're not alone because it's by hearing someone else's journey that we feel less alone or we feel more inspired to take action. I know I look up to a ton of inspirational leaders and I love hearing their journey and their story because it reminds me that if they can do it, I can do it too and we all have to start somewhere. So don't compare your day one with someone's year 10. You have to just start somewhere 
and let it be positive. Let it be fun. Let it be enjoyable. I really want you to know that you have the capacity to overcome any obstacle if you don't give up on yourself and your goals. If you stay the course, you will eventually get there. That's one of the the common themes that I see with people is that we start and we go really hard and then we lose patience because we're not seeing it fast enough. And the analogy my husband gives me, because I'm very much impatient too, is that he's like, you can't rip the plant out before it buds, before it comes up because you don't see that it's there yet. You know the seed is there. You know you're watering it. You know you're nurturing it. Keep the course. Keep going. And then you will eventually see the growth, the sprout, the flower. But you have to keep that faith and you have to keep going because you know it's for your highest good. The strategies that I use and share work for me and countless clients that I work with. So I thought they might work for you too. And I would also like to add that... I'm really thankful for my journey because it got me here and I love here. I love where I'm at right now and I believe that I am a teacher. I I learn, I do, I experiment with myself and I find what works and then I share with others and hopefully it connects with you. So for today, take what connects and leave the rest. The key is to just enjoy the ride, learn the lessons along the way so that you can grow and thrive and be the person that you want to be. We are the authors or the alchemists of our story and we get to choose in each moment, in each day, how we want to live, how we want to feel. And that's not to say that hard circumstances don't happen. They do. But the idea is that we have a quicker bounce back time. We're able to turn it around faster. We're able to seek the help or go to the things that make us feel better. So without further ado, I will share my journey. I will bravely share. Uh, I've shared it before, but just because I think that as women, we have a lot of similarities, different stories, but a lot of similarities. And so here we go. I had a very normal, fun childhood. I was wild. I was loud. I was spunky. I wore dresses and rubber boots and I wore all the colors, didn't follow trends. My mom would want to do my hair and I wanted funky hairdos. I was confident in who I was, really confident. And I believe most children are. I saw my kids and they, they knew who they were. They knew what they liked. I want the purple cup. I like purple. And my confidence stayed until about I started getting teased in about grade seven, eight, and definitely grade nine. And I didn't understand why I was being teased. I was, I didn't seem overweight and I really didn't know what I did wrong. And people kept saying, they kept saying comments on my weight. I got called a whale. I got called brown cow. I was told my butt was really fat. And the sad, sad truth is, is that I believed them. That confidence was quickly diminished. I would look in the mirror and just ask, like, what did I do wrong? What, what's wrong with me? How sad is that? As a young girl, I believed I was wrong or doing something wrong for being in a different size body than the petite girls in my class. I was always the tall girl in the back row for the pictures and it never bothered me. I liked being tall. It it was something that made me special and I 
always felt that way until I was told that I was a big girl or, you know, how fat I was or how much I weighed. I remember having to weigh ourselves for a ski trip in grade eight and I weighed a lot more than the other girls, but I was also a lot taller, but I didn't know that back then. I wish so badly that I could go back to that sad, wounded version of myself And I would just hug her and hug her and tell her that there's nothing wrong with her and that she's perfectly perfect just the way she is. But I realized that that was a struggle I was meant to go through because everything on this journey brought me here. That young girl desperately wanted to fit in and be popular. She wanted a boyfriend. And so she signed up. I signed up for a gym membership and started to work out. And I began counting calories. I think I was one of the youngest members at the gym. What started out as a health quest quickly turned into an eating disorder and exercise addiction. As I started losing weight from working out and restricting my calories, I started getting compliments. The weight began falling off, more compliments, more compliments. And I kept thinking if I just lost a few more pounds, then I would be happy. The thing is, it was never enough. Because I was doing all of this because I hated my body. I hated it. I looked in the mirror with disgust. I thought it was disgusting. And you can't fix a poor body image with weight loss. You just can't. It will never lead to happiness. It won't. Instead, it turned out to be one of the most miserable and lonely times in my life. Because I didn't want to go out anywhere I didn't want to be tempted to eat something or I didn't want people to question why I wasn't eating all day. Luckily, I have an amazing mom who was really concerned about my health. I remember not wanting to hurt her and seeing the pain in her eyes. I was also utterly exhausted with the life that I was living. I felt like a prisoner in my own life and the saddest part was that I was holding the key and I just didn't see it at the time. I broke the cycle very slowly. In grade 12, this is how it kind of unfolded. I took a kinesiology course um, at my local high school and we had an assignment where we had to track our exercise. After submitting the assignment, my teacher took me aside and told me that what I was doing to my body wasn't healthy. I knew this, but when she spoke to me, she spoke from a place of experience and I realized I wasn't alone. I This also began the fascination with learning more about the body. I just was like, wow, there's so many intricate details here that that we don't even know about. So this led me to sign up for fitness and health promotion um, program at Fanshawe College in London, and I loved the program. I loved learning more about health and wellness, and the more that I learned, the more I understood exactly how I was hurting myself and how I had to stop. My eating disorder took a long time to heal because once I began eating, my stomach would hurt really bad. I began gaining weight and my body image really suffered. I was bulimic for a long time because I had such a fear around gaining weight and it just felt so shameful to put weight on. I had so many compliments losing it that it was was really triggering to, to gain weight again, to buy that bigger clothes size. It felt like you're a big fat failure. Oh, painful memories, guys. On a positive note, in that program, I met my now husband, Mark, and he really boosted my self-confidence. He looked at me and loved me, all of me, at my heaviest. And together, I felt like we could overcome anything. He wouldn't tolerate me putting myself down, and he also knew foods that would trigger me. 
He loved all of me. He saw through the bullcrap. <laughs> and I now believe that our souls were destined to meet. And I know that sounds super cheesy, but we finished the program together with a 4.0 and continued on with our education. I went into kinesiology and he went into neuroscience. Together we created a healthy lifestyle and I learned about eating healthy foods and cooking and eating in a way that nourished my body and made me feel really good. And we would move our bodies in ways that were fun and added adventure and joy. And instead of punishment or trying to burn off calories or just push my body because I ate something, we when I was younger, I always said, I hope that I meet a guy that wants to be active and have fun and ride bikes and go for hikes and, you know, just really play and love life. And I'm so grateful that I met Mark and we started to develop that healthy lifestyle together. Fast forward a few years and he graduated from the Canadian Memorial Chiropractor College and I got certified in nutrition and I became, um, a yoga instructor as well. We had three beautiful kids and I began my business uh, in 2017 at Prep with Pam. As a mom of three, I just wanted to help other moms find a better way to get a healthy meal on the table without taking hours in the kitchen. When I had my son, I had an infant, a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and I knew that I really wanted to fuel them in a really good way because they were so young. They're these growing bodies and I, I understood the importance of nutrition. So I wanted to make sure that we were getting healthy meals on the table each night. But I also knew <laughs> my hands were full, guys. They were so full and I knew there had to be a better way. So I started to meal prep and it was a game changer for me. And I just wanted to take that and apply it in a business sense so that I could get my kids on the bus. I could get them off the bus as the business grew. And I'm so grateful because it, it really did. Uh, people started signing up for workshops and I met ma amazing women in the Barry area. It was, it was so much fun. Like, and I really had that experience of like, this doesn't even feel like work. I get to geek out and talk about nutrition, how people cook, allow them to enjoy tasty meals. And it was, it was so awesome. I never in a million years would have guessed that this is where my path would lead. But um, after a few years of that, actually the very next year, a lot of people were saying, I just love the Pam food. My husband loves this. Oh my God, those black bean burgers. And my kids, wow, they actually love that Mexican quinoa. So I decided I got the inkling just the same way that I got the inkling to start this podcast to write my first cookbook and a lot of people that I talked to told me not to and I think it's important to share because not everybody's going to believe your vision or see what you see or feel what you feel and so a lot of people really really doubted me or how are you going to make money how's your little business and my gut feeling was like I have to do this I sold my SUP board to pay for photos because I believed in this vision so fiercely. And I remember when the book was finished, it was edited, we were just waiting for it to be printed. And I was sitting on the couch one night with my husband and I was like, oh my gosh, what happens if no one buys this book? And he looked at me and laughed and said, then we'll have 998 cookbooks in our garage. And we both had a belly laugh about it. And 
I'm so grateful for him for just reminding me I did this because I I loved it. It was a, a project, a baby that I birthed into the world, and I'm so grateful for how well it was received. It was in Kohl's. It was a bestseller there for one quarter, and I just got so much local love and support, and I, pe- even people from the States and Ireland have been purchasing my books, so it just really was mind-blowing to me at how well it it turned out. And then the following year, I got a call from Rockridge Press and they wanted me to publish and write a sugar detox cookbook. And I looked at the outline and I was like, this book was made for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And at the time I had a little bit of credit card debt. Well, not a little bit. I had some credit card debt because I was investing in my business. I wanted to level up. I really wanted to do more. And so I had a little bit of debt there and I every morning would wake up and I would write, I am debt free. I am debt free. And I believed it. And the amount that I got for that book was more than enough to cover that debt. So it's not a coincidence, you guys, the power of the mindset and the beliefs that we have, we manifest that and it's really magical. And I'm, I'm really excited to share more on that. I also host retreats for women and at one of the retreats, this is an interesting part about how I got in touch with um, more of my spiritual side because I always joked when I did my yoga teacher training, I felt like I was spiritually dead at that point because I always thought spirituality was the same as religion and it's not, it's not the same at all. So anyways, at this retreat, uh, there was 10 of the most perfect people that you could ever imagine every retreat was magical but this one um one of the girls had brought cards and this is where I got introduced to the cards and I pulled the deceit card and I couldn't believe it I was on cloud nine at this weekend getaway with all of these amazing women I was nourishing them we were doing yoga I was like so aligned and doing my life's purpose I it was I always say that retreat weekend weekends are like Christmas for me and I couldn't believe it. I thought like I should be getting the unicorn and rainbow card. I, there isn't a unicorn rainbow card, but that's how I was feeling. So it just really kind of like made me think because the cards don't lie, guys. They don't. And then it wasn't until the Sunday morning when I was making this big, beautiful breakfast for everybody. And I just love feeding people. And one of the lovely ladies said, wow, I wish I lived with you and could eat like this all the time. Your food is fantastic. And I replied innocently with, well, I don't cook like this uh, for myself. I'm not typically a big breakfast person. And another lovely friend said, well, why not? And I replied with, "Uh, because I don't want to gain weight. And she called, they both actually called me out on it. And they said, the deceit is you. The deceit is you. This was painful, you guys. This was really a painful moment for me because I felt like I had healed and it took me years and years and years to to do the work to get to this happy, safe place that I felt that I was at. And in that instant, I had an overwhelming flash of emotion that had swept over my body. I got really hot and I told everybody, I think there's too many people in the kitchen. And then I burst into tears. I ran down to the water put my feet in the water and just cried because I knew there was truth in it. See, I created this entire system of rules of things that I was allowed to do and not allowed to do so that I would stay fit. And it was a system that was designed for my brain and not my heart. I believe that this weekend cracked me open. 
I began working with someone during uh, this hard season. Hard seasons happen to all of us, guys. It really does. And we can't always control what happens to us, but we can learn the lessons, we can seek the help, and we can control how we show up and respond. So I started working with someone and she told me that my heart was closed and I was shocked because I was like, hi, have we met? I love love. And anyway, she told me that I needed to open up and we began to work together as I could heal and open up. We would do meditations together and I felt so much better after them. I really knew from each inspirational book that I read, they all talk about meditation. If you're not meditating right now, I I feel you because I always felt like that. I should meditate, but I don't know how, or my mind's too crazy or blah, 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 blah. We have all these stories, right? So I began meditating with her and I felt so good that if you know me, anytime someone tells me something that's going to make me feel good, I'm dedicated. I, I go all in. So I began meditating daily I would set aside 15 minutes. It was a non-negotiable meeting with myself for myself each and every day. And I can't even tell you how much this transformed my life. Meditation transformed my life, guys. This is a whole other podcast topic. So I will save that and I'll put it on the shelf for another day. But through meditation, I started to get rid of a lot of the voices in my head. I started to slow down. I began listening to the wisdom of my body and not my mind. I began to nourish and honor whatever my body was asking for or telling me that it needed. It's so wise and honestly, your body, your soul, it's just pure love. Like it loves you so much. And I really began to access that love for myself for the first time since I was a young girl. The self-love and connection to the soul is a game changer, guys. For like it's it's a game changer for the long-term success and happiness. Not that temporary, I'll be happy as long as I weigh this. I'll be happy as long as I fit in these jeans. And it's like, really? That's that's a condition. What 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 if you got sick? Would you still love yourself? You know? And so I believe that this is a missing piece for a lot of other women too. So I'm bravely sharing my story just in case this resonates with you on some level. Do you love yourself unconditionally or do you place conditions on it? I'll love myself when. I love myself now because I'm this. As women, we are so hard on ourselves, yet we can so easily love and nurture everyone around us. And I want to scream from the rooftops that... You deserve love too, and you deserve to nurture your own self and to make yourself a priority in your life. I see it time and time again working with women is that they take care of everybody else and leave nothing for themselves. They're trying to pour from an empty cup. And and I I get it. I'm a mom too. I'm a mom of three. (laughs) We have a puppy. Well, he's kind of getting bigger now. And I just want you to know that you can fall in love with healing and nourishing your body. You can fall in love with putting yourself at the top of your priority list because when you do, you show up so much better for everybody around you. When your cup is full, you have more to give. You have more patience. You are more energetic, more vibrant. Your, Your vibe is good. I get people that tell me that all the time. They're like, I just love your energy, And I'm like, thanks. It takes a lot of work. (laughs) I want to be an expander for you if that works. Um, If it doesn't work, I want you to find an expander that 
works for you. So I highly recommend that you find someone that is currently living your ideal health and happiness. And this is not someone that you're trying to be. It's someone to change your belief system because if you can see that they can do it, then you know that you can do it too. And I have all kinds of expanders in all aspects of my life. So someone that I know that lives on the water and she knows who she is and she's younger than me. And I'm like, if she can do it, I can do it too. Whereas before I was like, well, I don't have enough money, blah, blah, blah. Old stories, guys, old stories, pinning you down, keeping you stuck and safe. So find an expander for your ultimate and ideal health. If you are already at your ultimate and ideal health, celebrate yourself, do it, have a dance party, be so grateful for yourself for showing up because it's, it's not always easy, simple, but not easy. I want to share what wouldn't have happened for me if I didn't believe in my abilities and do what my heart desires. To put this journey into perspective, for years I told myself that I couldn't write and that I wasn't creative and I now have two cookbooks on Amazon. And I'm not saying that to brag at all. It still blows my mind because literally I had that belief for years. I have a blog that's slowly growing. I run sold out retreats and I was scared out of my tree for the first retreat I ran solo. I really was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? But I really knew in my gut, soul, whatever you want to call it, that I was meant to bring more women together. And I feel this is going to be an even bigger role as I move into 2022 and hopefully the big C goes away and we can all just really connect. One of my favorite parts on this journey is the one-on-one coaching and the clients that I get to work with. I, I'm so grateful to be a part of their transformation. Like it's so magical to see where they start and where they, they end up. And it's just, I'm immensely grateful for them. And I'm grateful for my Instagram community. So if you're joining here from there, from at Pam underscore Rocket, thank you so much for the support. You guys are truly amazing. I want to finish off today's episode with a quote from Rupi Kaur. She's already, she already had everything she needed within herself. It is a world that convinced her she did not. So lovely. How can you connect within? What is your body and your soul trying to communicate to you? How can you let your soul lead the way and take actions from that space, not the wounded mind? Believe that you can just for fun and see what happens. I'm so excited to share more juicy content in the coming weeks on this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I love you all so much. Have a beautiful day, a beautiful week, and enjoy your beautiful life. If you enjoyed this and want more, head over to my website, www.pamrocco.com. There's all kinds of freebies, goodies, recipes, or to work with me. I also have a lot of fun over on Instagram. You can find me at Pam underscore Rocca. I would so appreciate it if you could screenshot this episode, share it, and tag me in it. Let me know what you're loving. And if you would leave a review, I would be so grateful because it allows others to see what the podcast is all about and improves the ranking. So if you enjoyed it, I would so appreciate that. Have a beautiful day and shine on my friends.